Welcome to Unclouded Eye, your eye in the sky. I am your planetary observer, Ash Brooks. Hello, and thank you for joining me. There is a lot going on this week. I just want to start by saying that there are so many transits happening. So much is changing this week in the sky that I thought it might be helpful to do an episode where we just really dive into the current astrology of what's going on right now. And this may end up taking me longer than I expect. So this either might be a longer episode or there might be two episodes. I will find out as I go. I'm not sure exactly how long it will take me. So I'm going to just kind of break it down all the big transits of the week and I'll go as chronologically as I can. So we started off Monday, December 14th with a new moon in Sagittarius that also happened alongside a solar eclipse. And this is the second eclipse in the past two weeks. And this was a really potent new moon. I felt it a lot. My own natal moon is in Sagittarius. So I think that those of us with that placement probably got this one pretty good. I also think that it was a great moon for new beginnings and figuring out exactly where we want to go. Sagittarius is all about exploration and expansion and moving forward and not stagnating. That's the main thing here. And the new moon energy is much more internal. So we're not necessarily taking these ideas and actions out into the world yet, but we're thinking about what we need to remove in order to get there. So I've been bringing up the concept of these moon cycles that go in five to six month spans uh, on the podcast here. And this new moon in Sagittarius on this Monday started a new cycle for us. And we are going to see the completion of that cycle on May 26th, 2021, when the full moon in Sagittarius happens while the sun is in Gemini. So this new moon began a new energy that we're going to see come to its full culmination on May 26th. So again, we have this chance to figure out what it is that isn't working and move toward that ultimate culmination, the best possible outcome of that. And on the Sagittarius spectrum, it's really about travel, or it can be, not always. And By travel, I guess I don't necessarily mean physical travel. I mean travel of the mind, expansion of the mind. It's not necessarily expansion in just the physical space in the sense that we think of it. It can be about astral travel, about traveling to other idea systems. It doesn't have to be so literal. And It's also about philosophy and beliefs and questioning the beliefs and ideas that we were raised with, questioning those that are given to us by society sort of as a default, whether that is by your city or your community or your country or the world at large, your friend group, your family, the sort of ideas or beliefs that we have that are kind of just on autopilot and a lot of them are inherited or kind of honed in us as we age and some of those are good some of those help us to be better people they help us to understand 
how to operate safely in the world, but some of them are also unnecessarily restrictive. And Sagittarius is all about breaking down those restrictions and taking away those things that are not necessarily our own that are stopping us from living our life to its fullest expression. All right, so we're just getting warmed up here. That was Monday, and there's a lot going on, a lot of interesting aspects and planetary contacts. If you go to my blog, either at unclouded.com or on Instagram at unclouded.eye, you can read each day's forecast. And on my Patreon, I do offer a audio forecast where I read through a look at every single day of the week so if you'd prefer to hear it that's one way that you can get that on patreon but i'm just going to be covering the major aspects today which are a lot (laughs) there's still a lot but just know that i'm not even talking about everything that's going on these are just the highlights this is what i mean when i say it's a crazy week So Tuesday, December 15th, Venus is moving into Sagittarius, and that happened at 11.20 a.m. Eastern Time. And Venus is going to be here in Sagittarius until January 8th, so that's going to really kick off the new year, 2021. And this is a playful placement for Venus. Venus pretty much enjoys being in Sagittarius. There's a feeling of playfulness, of expansion in our relationships. It's not necessarily the most, like, commitment friendly placement for Venus but it doesn't mean that you can't flourish in a committed relationship it just means that there might be some more freedom needed within the relationship maybe a little bit more adventure and play and if you're single you might enjoy that feeling of anticipation and connection and exploring and meeting different people whether it's online or in you know a safe environment there's a number of ways this can play out but there is really just a focus on fun and spontaneity and adventure and please keep in mind that venus rules over relationships and that also means our relationship with ourselves so you can have that sort of fun and spontaneity even if you're single even if you're you know not hanging out with anyone there's definitely a sense of taking yourself out on a date or in treating yourself at home you know that's definitely a big part of this energy and in addition to that i mean i could go on about venus and sagittarius but we still have a lot to cover so on tuesday december 15th chiron is stationing direct at 5 18 p.m eastern time and chiron retrograde started back on july 11th and that five month retrograde is very normal chiron goes into an extensive retrograde every year it's just kind of the way that its orbital cycle works compared to our vantage point here on earth so that's not unusual but chiron retraced its steps all the way back to four degrees aries and chiron is going to be here solidly in aries for the next six years until 2027 and if you think about it i mean chiron retraced its steps almost back into pisces it's cusping it's at four degrees aries right now we're going to be in this energy solidly for a while so it's good to kind of think about what chiron and aries represents and where chiron shows us sort of our wounds and the way that 
we carry guilt and shame and how we can use that and transmute it to heal not only ourselves but to help others heal too that is really the message and lesson of chiron it's healing yourself through healing others and vice versa and Chiron and Aries, that is really all about self-expression. And I noticed that during this particular seven-year Chiron transit, there's a lot of focus on feeling the freedom to be yourself and to feel comfortable in your own body, your own self-expression. There's going to be even more of a focus on this and healing the relationship we have to ourselves and our self-esteem and again that goes back to that Sagittarian energy that we were talking about earlier retraining our belief systems so you know if we grew up in a society that says only these types of people are considered attractive that is a harmful belief system that can be healed in this Chiron way to show that anyone can be attractive and it has more to do with your spirit than your physical expression but that you could still have fun with your physical expression and that is a way to express joy and lightness and who you are inside and it's just coming to terms with all of that and allowing yourself to feel free to be who you are and also to know that other people's reaction to you reflects more on them and their current state of mind and level of awareness than it does on you and that's a big lesson and so during the Chiron retrograde from July 11th until now we were really going back into that shadow so it could have been difficult it could have been a lot of focus on these traumas of the past and maybe feeling like they're highlighted or they're getting brought up again stirred up and now that we're moving back into direct motion we can kind of take these lessons that we've learned and begin to apply them more in an external fashion and you may notice that as you go forward into 2021 you're encountering more people who have sort of these similar issues or these similar mirrored traumas as you and it might feel like it's hard to get away from in some way but just know that that is a Chiron opportunity to help heal others and in doing so heal yourself and it's really it is a beautiful thing we're going to be coming together with more and more people who share our particular frequency and so the more that you can heal together the more you can really aid and assist us all on our individual and unified journeys all right you doing okay (laughs) we're about oh we're now at wednesday and actually there are a few things that happen wednesday but none that are particularly notable so i'm gonna move on to thursday december 17th because this is the one that i personally have been watching on my calendar for about a year at this point probably longer today or on thursday december 17th maybe it's today when you're listening to it saturn is entering aquarius at 12:03 a.m eastern time and saturn went into aquarius this past spring slash summer but its retrograde pulled it back into capricorn and we've had saturn and capricorn for the past four or five months and now it is going into aquarius and it's not looking back it's not going back to capricorn for 28 years we are out of that energy and with saturn and aquarius we got a preview of it this summer and if you haven't 
check out my other podcast, Pisces Rising, which I do with my friend Heather Nichols. We have an episode that's all about Saturn and Jupiter and Aquarius. We have a pretty in-depth conversation about that. So if you want a little more information on this, I encourage you to check that episode out as well. But what I will say about this is that Saturn and Aquarius brings a revolution with it. And I don't want that to feel like a scary thing. It does involve shaking up tradition, but really the traditions that are getting shaken up are the ones that need to go, the ones that are holding back society that are not rooted in love, they're not rooted in truth, they're rooted in selfishness. And those are the ones that we're going to see being shaken up because Aquarius is all about humanitarianism and the big picture. It wants to improve the life of everyone, not just a select few who happen to be privileged or who happen to be in a state of, you know, wealth or power. It's about making sure that everyone is taken care of and that equality is not just something that is an ideal, it's something that is a reality for us. And so we noticed that there was more of a vocal Uh, expression of the desire and need for equality over this past summer when Saturn went into Aquarius initially. And of course, there are going to be those who maybe are a little more rooted in the Saturn side of things, who are more about tradition and discipline. And maybe there's going to be people saying, oh, we can't change things overnight. It's going to take longer than that. And there's going to be just as many people who are saying, why not? That's just a belief. That's just a state of mind. We can do it now. We have the technology, but we also have the knowledge to do it. And I think we're going to see a lot of really intense shifts over the next year. And so Jupiter is going to be entering Aquarius later. We're going to get to that in a minute. But I think that when Saturn goes into Aquarius, there's going to be a little bit of an easier time breathing. Saturn and Capricorn, it's at home in that sign, but it's very restrictive. That energy is very regimented. It's very controlled. And Saturn and Aquarius is a little bit more free-flowing. It's harder to pin down and it's also less routine. It's less structured. And we're going to feel a lightness that comes and if you do find that you feel some restriction and you feel a little anxious about that kind of more free-flowing shift, just know that there is still stability to be found. Saturn is still a planet that seeks stability, even when it is in the freewheeling sign of Aquarius. It is there, but that the most important thing is that that structure can be found through the selfless action and just know that all the action that we take should be rooted in trying to help and aid the higher life of all so any action that is taken with a selfish intent will likely not result in long-lasting success while saturn is here in aquarius and saturn's here in aquarius until 2023 so that's good news i think All right, now let's talk about Saturday, December 19th. This day is kind of out of control. In fact, this whole long weekend is just, I mean, you're going to go into it one person and come out like a butterfly out of the chrysalis. It's wild. It's very wild. 
I am just going to start off by saying that Jupiter enters Aquarius on Saturday and it moves into the sign just hot on Saturn's heels and on Monday they're going to enter into the Great Conjunction which has not happened for 20 years but we'll get to that in a future episode. I'm not going to pile that on yet because that's not till next week but on Saturday Jupiter is in Aquarius and suddenly there's just this expansive energy that just comes barreling out. So Jupiter is very much in check when it's in Capricorn and it was in Capricorn this whole last year and Jupiter really can't expand the way that it likes to when it's in Capricorn because Capricorn is all about okay you can expand a little bit at a time you can build this a little bit at a time whereas Jupiter and Aquarius it's like I'm going to tell you a little story because this is how I think of the Jupiter and Aquarius energy. My mom got me a beanbag chair for my birthday a couple years ago. You know, I I had asked for a beanbag chair. I thought it was just a regular small sized chair and this box comes and it's pretty big and I open it and this giant beanbag couch comes just like exploding out of the box. As soon as I take the lid off, it just comes piling out and it just gets bigger and bigger until it's like completely filled my room and now I have this giant marshmallow couch that is crazy it's everywhere and that is kind of like what Jupiter moving into Aquarius is going to feel like but it's not necessarily a bad thing Jupiter is all about expanding into joy and into adventure and fun and Jupiter brings a lot of positivity with it and we're going to be moving toward higher ideals which are really in line with that Aquarian utopian philosophy and this is going to be spreading into the hearts of more and more people and it might not get there right away it might not reach every single person but it's going to become more of a normal thing for people to be less selfish like it might take a while and it might not happen overnight but it's going to become more and more the the prevailing frequency and I think that as more time goes on we're going to feel it more and more and Jupiter is going to be here until December 2021 so 2021 is really in a way it is kind of the beginning of the age of Aquarius and there is a lot of dispute about this some people believe it has already happened some people believe it is happening this week some people believe it's not happening for a couple hundred more years but what we can agree upon is that the spirit of Aquarius is alive and well this week and we are all going to be feeling it and I've got one more thing Actually, I've got two more things for you. I hope you can hang in a little bit longer. This is a more extensive podcast than I usually do, but there's a lot going on, as I mentioned. Also on Saturday, December 19th, after Jupiter moves into Aquarius, the Sun and Mercury move into conjunction, or their Kazemi, at 10.25 p.m. Eastern Time on Saturday night, and that is in the sign of Sagittarius as well. So there is an episode that I did earlier on in this podcast, I believe it was October 25th, and it was about the Mercury cycle that started on October 25th. And if you want to hear more about that, I do recommend you go back and listen to that episode. Phase three is starting today on December 19th as the Sun and Mercury meet in conjunction. They are at that exterior Kazemi, so that furthest point of conjunction 
And that kicks off phase three of the Mercury cycle, which began back on October 25th. And the work of phase three, which is going until January 30th, is to align our inner and outer realities. It is more of an external time to share, to make yourself and your ideas known, to put yourself out there, to take all the work you've been kind of doing internally and begin to share it with others. And on January 30th, we will move into a more reflective inward time before the next Mercury cycle begins, but I will remind you of that as we get closer. And then one more thing for you, on Sunday, December 20th, we are prepping for that great conjunction on the next day. We are prepping for the sun to move into Capricorn, the winter solstice slash Yule to occur. But on the 20th, Mercury is going to move into Capricorn at 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time, where it will be until January 8th. And Mercury in Capricorn is a very straightforward, direct, and focused placement for Mercury. It is not a good placement for small talk. You are going to feel like any aimlessness, any bantering or chattering could be very frustrating for a lot of us. We're going to want to just get to the point. What's the point? Let's just cut to the chase. There is going to be a an easier time having communication thrive when we're just to the point and clear and propelling the situation forward rather than just kind of beating around the bush. And that is really where I'm going to leave you. There's a lot more that I could maybe say about any of these transits, but I feel like this is a lot to sit with. It's a big week and we still have more to come next week. So thank you for joining me and I hope that this gave you some clarity about all that is going on in the skies presently. This Sunday, December 20th, my partner Matt and I are doing a guided solstice meditation. You can find out more on our Bandcamp page, flowerroomrecords.bandcamp.com. It's going to be at 4 p.m. Eastern time. It costs $5 to attend, and it's a digital guided meditation that will take you through the darkest day of the year, carrying that light and moving it forward into the winter ahead. And you can find me on Instagram at unclouded eye. Thanks so much for joining me. Till next time. <laughs>